Hello, you little peeps. Welcome to episode 101 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon Day Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by my blogging partner, Renee. Hello, guys. How are you? And then Carrie's here. I am just enjoying the cool breezes of any town, USA. <laughs> It is a beautiful day outside. Very yeah, nice. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Got a little windows, yeah, windows open. Got that action going. Yeah. Bacon's enjoying a little sun bath here. She's all right. Yeah. She's having a good time. Um, yeah. It's actually a nice... I feel like we've had nice weather here lately. Mm-hmm. It's been Finally. Nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like just the right amount of warmth where it's not hot, which I'm sure next week it'll be 97 degrees. With 100% humidity. Or and then sure. it'll snow. Yeah, I was going to say. Or 45 and snow. It'll do both in one day. Yeah. Don't worry. It's not gone yet. Is this, are we past the spring of deception? No. Or are we in no. it? We're in it. Yeah. yeah. It's really well, neat. all three of my dogs have, are enjoying this immensely. They just want to go outside, lay out on the deck, let the wind blow through their ears, and just enjoy everything i've got a bush that's blooming some flowers and it's got some bees going around so it's like some life is happening things aren't looking as dead as they normally do uh, at this time of year so so yeah it's It's nice to see some sunshine yeah um just really hope it lasts through sunday when i go to keeneland but something tells me it's gonna rain i haven't looked lately but last time i looked it was supposed to rain yeah maybe We'll see. We're still several days out. Yeah. Five days, I think, as of this, as of this recording. Maybe it'll so rain we'll all around Lexington, just not <laughs> It does yeah. that. does that a lot. Just yep. don't rain on the grounds of Keeneland. Yes. I mean, it's big, but it's not that big. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, yeah, and you, you can always park yourself inside at a at a stand-up table. Yeah. And, and they, got, you know. they got the shuttle to, yeah. to drive me in there from, from the hill. Got, so, you know, claim your table and stay in there now, have you guys all day. Ever, like, one time... When I was coming home from vacation, we went, as a kid, we went to Myrtle Beach, and we were driving northbound, and on the southbound side, it was pouring the rain, and on the northbound side, nothing. I've I've seen that before, yeah. I was like, it's not something you see often. At home, home in Manchester, I've even seen, like, driving down a two-lane country road, and literally that small of a road, it's raining on one side and not on the other. And you can, like... And there's, like, the the yellow line down the middle is literally dividing the rain. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And sometimes, if you're driving, you can see it, like, coming down in the distance or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really cool what Mother Nature does sometimes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully it stays like this. I'll I'll cherish these days mm-hmm. <laughs> cherish, in June yes. when I'm dying. Yes, when I'm melting into mm-hmm. a puddle of sweat mm-hmm. and disgustingness and wishing that I was anywhere but here. Mm-hmm. Cherish the cool breezes of any town USA <laughs> and the guy who is running the weed eater outside. <laughs> yes, I I love that guy. I love it when people mow the grass near me. Great. It doesn't make me ill at all. <laughs> Although mm-hmm. with the nice weather does come the allergies. Oh yeah. I was just uh, someone told me this morning that um their doctor told them that this is supposed to be the worst season for pollen in the past in the last fifty years. Hmm. Especially for uh, getting the pollen in your eyes. So because all the rain that we've had. I guess yeah. I don't know, but just if someone encounters me in the wild and my eyes are puffy, you don't have to say anything. 
I my allergies affect my entire body, including my eyeballs and eyelids. So there's if I wake up in the morning and my eyes are swollen shut, that wouldn't shock me. So mm-hmm. it's happened before. So you know, if I'm out there looking ratchet, don't just say hello and move on. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know what it look like. Are you okay? Nope, I'm not. But here we are. <laughs> well, I can't see, but who needs to see? I've seen enough. Exactly right. So. Oh favorite line from a chelsea handler yeah chelsea handler stand-up special so So good uh, when homer um has that was he have that eye surgery and his eyes crust over oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's what i was picturing nice yeah i usually just look like i had some sort of terrible allergic reaction in my eyeballs but they're just swollen okay it goes down with lots and lots of allergy medicine but you know they used to say that if you moved to like somewhere dry and hot that you wouldn't have allergies I don't think that's true anymore either. No, it's not. It's not. Because all the people, the lovely stand-up citizens who did that, took all their plants with them to those arid regions, and now there's just pollen in Arizona and Uh. New Mexico and all the cool places where you weren't supposed to have any vegetation for which to be allergic to. So, yes. It's fun times. Yes. So much fun. And we're going to have so much fun fun today to force it upon us yeah. even if you don't want to have fun we're having it um so we all have stuff to get to but first if you work in the restaurant industry or you have a food blog or you do anything related to food uh, let us know because we'd love to have you on the show you can slide into our dms on twitter and instagram at hungry and ky or you can send us an email at hungry and ky gmail.com and um don't do these video calls we already decided we're done with that come in here visit us at the mm-hmm. fort Maybe we'll come to you if we're feeling froggy and it's a nice day outside. I don't know. Um, I just don't. I don't want to deal we with are video portable. calls anymore. Yeah, it's been a while since we've. Uh, you don't want to deal with video calls. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to deal with video calls. We're on enough video calls throughout our day, and had, it's a pain to set up on this Zoom. Two yesterday. I got one tomorrow that's going to be two hours. Mm-hmm. Got one next Monday that's going to be two hours. So on and so forth. Yeah, I. Uh, only had one today, but I think tomorrow's a little tricky, and so is Thursday. But plus, this is a food podcast, and we try to eat while we're on the podcast. Yeah. It's kind of hard to share said food with you if you're not here. Exactly. I mean, not saying that we still won't take you if uh, if that's the only way you can can do it, but if you're able to get in here, that'd be better. Yeah, mm-hmm. we might think less of you, but you know, we'll do it. <laughs> uh, we won't really think less of you. I was just joking. That's my joking tone. Um, but yeah. So, come hang out with us. We like friends. Mm-hmm. We like our old friends, and we'd love some new friends, too. So, you know, fun times to be had everywhere. So, friends and food, that's our favorite things. <laughs> so, we're going to change the name of this podcast to Friends and Food. Friends and Food. It would be a good one. Yeah. That's copywritten, though. You can't take it. You have to pay me and Renee if you're going to take pending. that name. Yes. Okay. So, what have you guys been up to? What have you been eating? I need to know. Mostly because I can't remember what I've been eating. So somebody else go first while been, I think about it. I've been doing some stuff since 100. Okay. Right? I went to Frank and Dino's. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. What'd you have? Um, I had, what I have? The bolognese. It was, it was, it was good. It was really good. good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I really liked the atmosphere. I liked the live music that they had going. It was mm-hmm. Friday night. Um, so yeah, it was, it was good. I'd go back. Yeah, I liked sure. it. For sure, yeah. When I, I went. Yeah, I liked it. Um, and then I went to District 7, which is where Battle Axes used to be in the Manchester uh, 
distillery district Mm -hmm. down there and play duck bowling. If you want to hear about that, you can listen to GBS uh, a couple of episodes ago, but um, did have some food and they kind of have like, I guess their menu is kind of like a German inspired menu. I suppose they got a lot of like German inspired dishes, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's really interesting because you order via uh, QR code. So you have to, wherever, whatever table you're sitting at, that's where they know to bring it based on the QR code. So you can't be like moving table tents and stuff. They actually say, please don't move this, <laughs> you know, if you, or whatever. Right. Um, and then, you, you know, brings you, and you can order whatever you want. And they bring it out to you. And then they have this beer system where you go to another counter and you give them your credit card and then they give you a card and then you can go over and you can pour your own beer um, cut you off it, it, it. I think it is 32 ounces. Okay. I really do. But you got different glassware you can pick from and stuff sure. like that. It's kind of cool. Um, what did we have down there? We had sauerkraut balls. Those are good. Mm-hmm. Um, we had they, what they said was a German potato salad. Um, I have had German potato salad. My grandma, Russ, used to make probably the best German potato salad that ever was. Um, this was boiled potatoes cut up. With a hint of what I would consider German potato salad dressing, but it really wasn't a potato salad. I don't know what it was supposed to be. We ate it because I was hungry, and I'm not opposed to potatoes, but I wouldn't have considered a potato salad necessarily. What was the sauce, the dressing on the side? So my gra- it, it was reminiscent of what my grandma Rush used to make, and it's like this, uh, it's like a sugar vinegar type of dressing that's on it. And then you, she always did bacon and bacon grease, mm-hmm. and that really always made it. But the dressing really kind of reminded me of hers, which I consider like a classic German potato salad. Mm-hmm. But it was the potatoes were just cut up, and they weren't like made into what you would consider a potato salad, hmm. right? Weird. And then we had their German meats charcuterie board and it had liverwurst on there and i wasn't even mad about it because it was freaking delicious it was absolutely delicious you've been on a liver kick lately i need to like we talked about that gout man that gout's coming (laughs) gotta lay off the liver but no it was it was good i thought the food was good i'd be interested in going back down there and trying some more of their offerings like they had a they had a german verse plate um, and they had some other, and they, and they had burgers and sandwiches and stuff like that too. But like they, their main kind of menu was really German inspired. And, um, I guess I saw on Facebook the other day that now they're serving brunch on Sundays and Mondays because of, Monday of, brunch. yeah. And the, somebody said the reason that they're serving it on Mondays is for food service workers who work all weekend and don't get to have brunch. That's awesome. So they can come down to district seven on a Monday and have some brunch. I love that idea. Actually, mm-hmm. that's really cool. Um, I mean, that's traditionally Monday, Tuesday are traditionally the days off for the restaurant people. Right. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. perfect for them. Yeah. We had pierogies too. I forgot about that. And they okay. probably were frozen fine. I mean, I don't care. They were fine. They were good. They were good. They were like cheese, I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, overall it was a good experience. I'd go back. Okay. Yeah, I want to check it out. I didn't even know that was a place until you talked about it on GBS, yeah. honestly. Well, we didn't either. I haven't been down to the Manchester Distillery District in months uh, for reasons. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so we went to the Drunken Flea, and then I was like, well, let's just go and get some stop in here and get some lunch. And, yeah, this is kind of a cool, interesting place. And the, the outside tables in the tunnel there area are kind of cool, as long as it's not windy. Mm-hmm. And it was windy that day. It's basically just a wind tunnel. tunnel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's unfortunate. I'm trying to think of the last time I was there. I can see in my mind's eye me finding a parking spot, but I don't remember who I was with there, where we went. Cause, Did you go to like a show at the Burl or something? No, I've not been to the, a show at the Burl in a while. Probably like almost a year. And I haven't had the pizza in quite some time, and I didn't go to the distillery. I don't know why I would have been there. <laughs> but Okay. I mean, I, go, yeah. I like going there. Yeah, no, it's a lot I of fun. I can't remember why. And I think they have ping pong, too. I think I, I, I didn't see ping pong, but somebody said they had ping pong. But that duck bowling was super fun. And the beer thing was, they like, the novelty of it wore off pretty quick. But I guess it was fun for a minute. <laughs> but you said that they had actual, like, bartenders making drinks. Though, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So so the the only thing that the bartenders seemed to be doing were uh, was uh, just if you wanted a drink or a cocktail or something like that. Yeah, you went to the bartenders. Okay. Well, it was cool. It was fun. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to check that out. Pro show. Uh, have you been anywhere cool, Renee? Done anything different? New, um, exciting? No, when I was first going to a restaurant, but I did go shopping. Oh, nice. Um, so, as we know, Easter was this past weekend, mm-hmm. and we had our family Easter dinner on Saturday. Um, <clears throat> we had decided this year to play kind of like a little game, so whoever wore the best Easter shirt got to go first in the buffet line, and... So everybody was involved except my brother Joe. He was a party pooper. He was the only one that didn't participate. My dad came in head to toe, full dressed, tie-dye. And he said he was a tie-dye Easter egg. I love that. So he won. Now, I did block my shirt, but I was fourth, I believe. And it said, I'm extra. And it's funny because it's true. So... But anyway, so, but I mean, that, that was fun. Anyway, I just want to let you all know that that has nothing to do with food. But anyway, so, um, just like last year, I made my parents Easter baskets this year and I went, tried to do a couple of local things besides, of course I did go to the store and get the Reese eggs cause you gotta, I feel like that has to be there and the jelly beans and whatever. But I went to Ruth Hunt stocked up on all kinds of good stuff there they had some sales going on uh this past weekend they had a whole table full of different kinds of chocolate eggs so they had some that were peanut butter filled they had some that was strawberry filled caramel filled like a rice crispy top thing but they had this whole table full of them and they she gave you like a clear egg carton and you could go and put the little eggs in the egg carton that's cute well i thought it was really cute but i got a half dozen uh, for each one of my parents' baskets and picked out different varieties of stuff that I thought they would enjoy. But, uh, and I got those um, caramel mellows because those things are amazing. So, but I got a bunch of stuff from there. And then I also went to Peggy's Gifts and Accessories on Clay Avenue and picked up a couple little cute little things from in there uh, to add to their basket. And they really enjoyed enjoyed that i also had a i made a book i spent the last couple months working on a photo book of my nephew of his whole first year of life and just try to do like a little digital scrapbook for them so they would have something uh that they could look through memento whatever and so threw that in their basket and they really seemed to enjoy and love that so um 
But between that and my mom and her bestie got an apartment and she's been moving in. So between getting ready, getting the baskets ready for Easter, having the Easter, and then helping my mom, that has pretty much been my entire week off. Dang, you've been busy. Yeah, that and playing, having tons of puppy cuddles. Dog, they got their Easter baskets and got to unwrap their Easter toys. Uh, and get their treats and all that kind of stuff. And we done our doggy Easter egg hunt with them outside, which is really fun. You just take a plastic egg, dollar tree, whatever, and put a small treat or even half a treat in each one, put them out in the yard, and they can smell the treat. They barely touch the egg. They pop open. They get the treat. They love it. It's a little game for them, and it's kind of mind-stimulating to kind of do something. Plus, they get treats, so they're happy. Yeah. So, yeah, dogs are spoiled. Everybody's spoiled, and everybody's, everybody's good. Nice. So your dogs should be spoiled. They are. Everybody's dogs. <laughs> they are so cute. cute. Awesome. Well, I went to a few places. I mostly door dashed a few places, but I did go for my Easter dinner. I met my mom at Boone Tavern, so that's our halfway meeting point now, apparently. Is a is Berea um, between here and London, so admittedly it takes me longer to get there, but you know that's fine, that's fine, it's whatever. Um, it's not annoying at all that they're paving one lane of the interstate. I was between actually Richmond and Berea. no, I was actually going to ask you about that because <laughs> there's some people that I work with who have said that they have basically almost died on that stretch. Like, um, one during the paving, or yes, or just no, during the paving, the one of my friends had to go on the other side of the barrels because it was just like, I guess her trunk, cause it's down to like that one lane or whatever or something. I don't know, but apparently, and maybe they've gotten it, it better now, but apparently last week it was just good luck to you and <laughs> we hope you make it. Well, this oh, was goodness. on. This was on this past Saturday, so it got down to two lanes, but they weren't working. It was just blocked off. But they have, like, when I drove through, they had, this is a real deviation from the food story, but when I drove through, they had moved the lanes ever so slightly, so the rumble strips were in the way, so they had paved over the rumble strips. Mm. So there was just, like, one slightly, like, Mm -hmm. elevated section for miles. (laughs) So just driving for one mile instead of... Driving on the Rumble strips, you're just driving on an elevated piece of. Yeah. It's it was fine. It's just that you know people want to obey the speed limit or whatever. It's well, stupid. Again, according <laughs> to people I work with, it was a death-defying feat last week. So, but um, but I made it there. It didn't have any problems, but um, they weren't doing their Easter special because they were only doing that for Easter brunch. The next day, so they just had the regular menu, which is fine. Um, I had the special for the evening, which was a 12-ounce New York strip with mashed potatoes and uh, broccoli. And um, it was good. So, honestly, I mean, I love a steak. I do. But I wasn't super in the mood for a steak. And uh, my mom basically bullied me into getting it. I don't, really don't know why she was obsessed say? with me getting yeah. the special. She was just kept being like, I was like, I don't know. I think I might want the duck. And she was like. But the special sounds good. You should get the special. She was like a steak pusher. She literally pushed the steak up. She asked me three times if I was going to get the steak special. So I got the steak special. And it was good. So don't get me wrong. It was good. I ate it all. But um, they a little bit overcooked it. So it's fine. 
It's, it's not like it was like shoe leather tough. It wasn't charred to crap. Right. Uh, I prefer my steak rare or medium rare, and it was definitely medium. But it's okay. It was good. Did you, uh, have, did you have the spoon breads? We did have some spoon bread. Yeah. It was also good. Um, I really, and I've never had this there, their specialty, which is the chicken and the little potato nest over oh, top of yeah. the mashed potatoes. Huh. I'd like to try that next. Or the duck. I've never had duck, and it looked good. Duck's good, but man, I'm telling you what, if they don't crisp that skin up, it's... Not really. Uh, no. Good to know. You gotta, it's got to be cooked, and it yeah. needs to be cooked to a, a mid-rare. Okay. If it's over, it's going to be tough, tough, and if it's under, it's it's not going to be very good either. Good to know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't follow my basic... Um, this is on me. I didn't follow my basic restaurant rule of ordering one uh, temperature lower than what I wanted. So, probably should have said rare to get medium rare. But that's on me. That's actually... It's, I, I never thought about that. That's a pretty good rule. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm not saying it was bad. It was fine. It was good. Also, New York Strip's not my favorite cut. So, that has something to do with it, too. Mm-hmm. But it was still good. I ate it all. Um, the broccoli was actually really good. I don't usually go for steamed broccoli, but I'm trying to be better. But it was good. And then uh, my mom had a hot brown. And she said mm-hmm. it's the biggest hot brown she's ever had from there. So I must have been feeling adventurous. And then uh, we split a little uh, lava cake for dessert. But it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's really pretty there. And we got to sit I by lo- the window. I love, I love the atmosphere there. Now, when you walked into the dining room, did you happen to notice on the right the big, huge oil portrait of Daniel Boone? No. Dang it. No, because we walked in there and they were like, Would you? there was only one other person in there. And they were like, would you like to sit by the window? No, so it's the like, yeah. it's the picture that's right by the so uh, where you go to check in where the hostess thing is. Oh. It's right there in like the little entryway. I still think I wasn't paying attention. No. So to me, that picture of Daniel Boone looks just like Rick Pitino, dead on him. It's an interesting, uh, yeah, interesting thing. Next time I go, I'll have to pay attention. Yeah, it kind of it really trips me out because the the painting looks dead on him. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, I'll pay attention next time we go because that that has been a landing spot for us lately. Yeah. Um. But had a nice glass of wine. That was good. I'm I'm starting to enjoy more cabs. Becoming a cab girl. A uh, cab girl, not a cam girl. For everybody listening. Um. But yeah, it was good. So definitely, there are other things I want to try on the menu for show. But mm-hmm. you can't really go wrong with anything there. And then I um. Yes, it kind of does, yes. actually. Oh. Yeah, I found it online because you can find everything <laughs> online. If the skin were a little bit grayer. Yeah. <laughs> but doesn't it look like his cheekbones and yeah, everything? a little bit in the, yeah, eye, in the eyes. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm like, is that real? I was like, who are you trying to paint there? Subconsciously? Mm-hmm. Maybe what if Rick Pitino is a distant ancestor of Daniel Boone? And we that would didn't make even sense. Because I assume that was painted in the Daniel Boone time. Or was it? I, I, I would have to look more about it. Um, let me see. I'm not uh, sure. If I can find any more about it. That was on TripAdvisor. That was actually a picture that somebody had taken on TripAdvisor. So, Interesting. Um, yeah, I'm but not... But y'all should definitely go there if you've not been. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It's good. I like it. Um, I love when they do their, their big buffets. Though so mm-hmm. good, they have so much stuff to choose from. It is, it's all you can eat, 
And it, but it's it's one price. The price is a little steep, but the food quality is worth it. Yeah, but if you're gonna do um, if you're gonna do that though, like all you mm-hmm. can eat, I think you have to make the price steep like that. Yeah, like you have to make it worth your while. Well, the quality of the food and they that have you're to make it worth good. their time too. Yeah, I think. yeah, for sure. No, um, it's so good though. I definitely would want to try that mm-hmm. as well. Um, but I also did a little brunching at my home by myself with the DoorDash. But um, I had wild eggs for the first time really? in a long time. It's always uh-huh. a good one. I did um, something I've always like seen people cook on YouTube, but I've never tried with the chili killies without the eggs. Um, but it's, you can get whatever kind of meat you want, but it's basically like, um, corn tortillas, um, pull apart corn tortillas with salsa verde and refried beans. And then, um, you can put eggs on it or whatever. And then I had pull, which I didn't, but you can get pulled chicken. So I had pulled chicken on it and it comes with like a little, uh, really sour shot of like a limon like sauce. And it was really good. I really enjoyed that one a lot and got, um, got a little, I feel like I got something. Oh, I got a side of biscuits and gravy too. It's pretty good chorizo gravy. And then um had to order Biscuit Belly for Easter. Just had to. It was screaming at me. Order me. Um, got the Rockwell again. Honestly, I think it was better this time. Um, Did it feel like it was watching you? Yes. Did you get that joke? <laughs> yeah. Rockwell. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I'm glad, I'm glad you did. Um, But I think my one little knock on it when we went there was that the biscuit was a little well done for my liking, Mm -hmm. but it was perfectly cooked in this to-go thing. So, like, the top wasn't burnt or too crispy. It's like a perfectly cooked thing. And they send it all kind of deconstructed, so the top of the biscuit's not on the sandwich, but the it's like bottom um, big giant honking piece of chicken with cheese and bacon, and then the top's over here, and then your uh, gravy's over here in a little container, which I appreciate. I like mm-hmm. to dip and mix. Dip. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. I enjoyed that one a lot. So. I'd, I'd go back there to the yeah, place again. For sure. Yeah. Especially when uh, when UK gets out. Yeah. In the summer. Because I think it'll be crowd. like stupid, stupid. And it really, honestly, when we were there, I felt like it, the turnover was really quick. We were able yeah. to get a table. And the food didn't take that long to come no. out. Um, honestly, my I got a chai latte and it was hitting the table as we were sitting down. I was right, like, what? Yeah, that's not was, mine. And they were like, yeah, it is. And I was like, what? Yeah. So I just ordered it. I had, I, when we went there, I had zero complaints about the service yeah, at, no, at all. The service was, was, the great. Service was great. Yeah. yeah. The whole experience was good. I just prefer a less done biscuit. Sure, and this time's what I got. But yeah, I definitely want to go back because I want to try the little um, um, pancake. Oh, the pet dipper things yeah. or whatever. I was going to order those this time, but the DoorDash with the Dash Pass, the the minimum amount is twelve dollars, and those cost eleven dollars and seventy cents. Oh, no. Like, oh jerk! You're going to make me order a six dollar appetite or six dollar side to go with this. They don't even want just to get free delivery because it's not worth DoorDash if you're not using the Dash Pass. I'm not paying that much in delivery. Sorry. No. But um, that's another subject. But yeah, that was my my outing times. But yes, I would like to go back. Um, so yeah, I like it. That was mm-hmm. a good little smattering of places we all hit up. Um, I think maybe now it's time for America's favorite segment, Renee's Report. All right. So as Sarah had brought up, a little bit earlier 
We are in the middle of Keeneland Spring Meet 2023. If you get on Keeneland.com, you can get all the race dates and times and, and events that are going on and everything. Um, it is going to the end of the month. There are no races held on Mondays or Tuesdays, but pretty much the rest of the time, there's events and things happening. Uh, definitely worth getting out there. And UK Healthcare is the official medical team for the Keeneland Spring Meet. Um, so, but uh, Keeneland's always fun to go to. And it's a beautiful area, so highly recommend. Um, also, we have Louisville Zoo is doing a. They've decorated the whole uh, the whole zoo with what they're calling wild lots, and they've got everything strung up. It said the fun starts after six thirty p.m. and the whole zoo is is decked out in lots and lanterns and. Um, you do need to get a ticket. It is an outdoor event, so you need to dress appropriately. And it happens rain or shine, regardless, it's open. Um, and it's going on from April 1st all the way till May 21st. So you have plenty of time to jump in there and be able to um, to get a, be a part of the event if you want to go. Um, you go on louisvillezoo.org and you can get more information about the lots and the toms and uh, ticket prices and all that kind of thing. But that does look like a good uh, fun family outing idea. And then, of course, we're getting close to Derby, which means Thunder over Louisville. So I get on their website. I was hoping to see an itinerary of just kind of like a remedial breakdown of everything that's going on and they don't really have that they have everything kind of broken up in different sections so if you you go thunder you've got show you've got vip rooftop party in the air thunder on the ground official thunder gear um and when i clicked on thunder information it really doesn't tell me much so um but that that is all going to happen on april 22nd 2023 it's always a huge event at the end of everything there's always you know huge fireworks and stuff so always a fun time and then of course the next weekend is derby no, it, no it's, it's two, two weekends. weekends two weekends later okay it's so, always the first saturday in may baby that's right yeah. i believe what's what the seventh sixth sixth yes oh yes yeah that is so right. yes. yeah so we've got we've got all of that coming up if anyone knows, yes, I know. It is you. Yeah. Oh, no. I was just trying to think. I know I have something at work two days after the Derby. So I was trying. Ah. I was like, I know that date. But apparently, I don't even know that date. Okay. But it's thunderoverlouisville.org, by the way. It's not .com. It's .org if you want to get online and be able to look look through all of those events. Cool. That was a, that was a good little segment. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that report. Well, you're welcome. Okay, now I think it's time for America's second favorite segment. Everybody wants to try some food. That's not bad. Yeah, that's yeah, decent. Yeah, decent. Yeah, so... Um, as you all know, you get your Easter basket. It has treats upon it, mm-hmm. inside of it, near it, um, <laughs> all around it. Um, but really, I mean, you're not 
you're not eating all of that on Easter morning. At least you shouldn't, unless you want to have an upset tummy all day. Yes. So, we have some leftover Easter candies that I totally didn't buy six weeks ago. So, they're almost bordering on stale, but not actually. No, oh, they're, they're, some they're good. pretty mm-hmm. soft. They're pretty bouncy. They're peeps. Yeah. But these are kettle corn flavored peeps. So, saw these when they first came out. Had to grab them up before... I thought the masses would grab them up. Turns out, like a week ago, they were still available. Because maybe <laughs> nobody wanted them. I don't know. But I didn't mind them. Well, I'm going to tell you, just before I give my assessment of these, uh, at the Walmart in Frankfurt, they had literally a wall of Peeps. Like, any Peeps flavor you wanted, the Walmart in Frankfurt had mm. before Easter. I saw a picture. It was crazy. I mean, I'm serious. Every, it was like every flavor that they make, I swear to God, the Walmart in Frankfurt had. Dang. Yeah. It's a lot of peeps. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a lot of peeps. What did you say? It was a peep show? <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a peep wall for sure. Uh, these, I like these. Yeah. Out of all the flavors that we've tried, I like Kool-Aid was my least favorite. Mm-hmm. I liked the Dr. Pepper ones, mm-hmm. but those were a, a little bit sweet. These are just kind of peep flavored with a hint of, of corn. Yeah, like, (laughs) they very much taste like kettle corn, but not, like, overwhelmingly. It's not, like, in your face. Right. right? I don't think they're, like, overly sweet either. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So. No. Yeah. Yeah. I I think this is my favorite flavor that we've had, like, of all the non-original Peeps flavors, right? Yeah. Very, very subtle. But it's there, Mm -hmm. and you can tell that it's it's kettle corn or, like, a corn pop type flavor. But, yeah, it's not overly sweet, and it's not super in your face. Yeah. Um, I like these as well. They're right up there with the diet, almost with the diet Dr. Pepper. They should make a diet Dr. Pepper <laughs> peep. But they're up there with the Dr. Pepper peeps for me. I really liked those. They were sweet, but they weren't like cloyingly sweet. So that was good. Um, but yeah, these are good. I like them just enough of a hint so that you know what it is, but mm-hmm. it's not like smacking you in the oh, face wow. with, um, flavor. Um, I believe... Let's see. A um, friend of the show, Heather, also brought you some for she us did. to try on here. Yeah. Um, but you can keep those, you know, for your own collection. Um, I tell, I tell you, well, no. It, it, yeah. So, yeah, would eat again and will eat again because have some yeah, but <laughs> in my house. She said that, and I agree with her now that she said it, um, they tasted like corn pops. Mm-hmm. Yes. The cereal, yeah. Which I totally can see that. That's a that's a throwback. I haven't had those. That was her assessment. Yeah, it's a good it's a good assessment. Mm-hmm. And then she also provided us with some Trader Joe's cookies and cream pretzel slims. So these are the skinny thin pretzels covered in a confectionery coating with JoJo's cookie bits and topped with a dark chocolatey drizzle. So I liked them. Very cookies and creamy. They're perfect, actually. Yeah. I would eat. I was telling them earlier, I don't, the little, the mini pretzels are too pretzel-y for me because they're really dry and I don't like that about pretzels. Um, But I like thin pretzels because they're less pretzel-y. Just like I like a thin Reese cup. Like, it's the perfect ratio of peanut butter to chocolate. But this is giving me the same 
like ratio Same vibes. Bite, ratio yeah. vibes. Those are really good because mm-hmm. on a thin pretzel, you get a full, like, you get a real good coating, right? You get mm-hmm. a real good coating on those. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I like a thin pretzel, too. Well, and you get that good crunch factor, mm-hmm. yeah. too, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know? And uh, for something like this, I feel like you really need that good crunch factor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're 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 pretty perfect. Yeah, they're good. I, I really yeah. like them. In yeah. fact, I liked them so much that I opened them back yesterday, full disclosure. <laughs> um, but did not eat them all, so I made sure to save plenty for everyone. Yeah, there was a few left mm-hmm. Everyone, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's going to do it for everybody tries. I think that was a pretty that's successful some, round. Some solid, some solid offerings on the table today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so I think that's going to bring us to our our last segment. Who's going to present us with the hinky history lesson? Renee's go. All righty. Well, well, I wasn't one hundred percent if it was me or not, but I would. Yeah. I went ahead and got prepared anyway. It's, it's I knew go. for sure it was not me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't know whose turn it was now, but let me properly introduce our hinky history lesson. So. Today, we are going to talk about the little candy Pez. Okay. P-E-Z, which you, some people could have easily got in their Easter baskets, right? And I got us some. Sarah, if you want to do the honors. Throwback. Um, This is actually, it's a short story, but it's kind of interesting. So, I got. We got, we got Hello Kitty. Now, that one's. I figured the Hello Kitty would be mine. I got Sonic the Hedgehog, and I got Harry Potter. So Whichever one. Don't care. I'll take Sonic. Okay, that's okay. fine. John will enjoy the Harry Potter one. I have yes. a Chewbacca one hanging hanging around here somewhere. Ooh. Yeah. I remember these. I for sure had a bunch of these when I was a kid, but I like remember my older cousins like collected these. When, right, When yeah. they were kids, like, I think they're like your age, or maybe a little mm-hmm. bit older, Carrie, and they collected these like crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would just like to point out that Harry Potter has mystery flavor. Ooh, mystery Ooh, flavor. Right, yeah. Fun, yeah. So, I'm going to put put my candies in the pears so we can we can eat said pears. It's safe to assume that everyone has heard of pears that they've been around for a really long time. Uh they they are some of the coolest candy to have when you're young. And, well, they can be kind of cool now, depending on like, what kind of dispenser you get. Mm-hmm. And while the novelty was basically all in the dispenser, did you know that it was designed that way for a specific reason? I did not. Okay. So, does it happen to look like an old-fashioned cigarette lighter to you? Kind of in its shape? Yeah. I can see that. So... Turns out that Pez originally was made to help people quit smoking. And so there were little mints on the inside of of the dispenser Mm -hmm. and people would carry it with them and and they would pop the mints in order to try to help them quit smoking, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then in the ads, they had some really beautiful women trying to help sell Pez to help you quit smoking. And But it wasn't until 1955 that Pez introduced its fruity flavors and redesigned the packaging to appeal to children. Okay. And for a little while, you could even get Pez dispensers in the shape of a little gun that would shoot candy pellets out. Oh, nice. Um, and like on this website, it was showing uh, showing more. But um, but now, like they are, they're a huge thing. 
different flavors, all kinds of different candies. And I actually went to um, a world market. And, um, the world market. World market. Yeah. Went to world market actually and got these. And these were the offerings that they had. They didn't have a huge selection, but they did have, they did have some. Uh, but they did have a pack of uh, of the little candies and uh, more flavor options. Mm-hmm. But I figured since these had uh, had some in there, we just stuck with that. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was kind of an interesting story to see because, I mean, you hear about it. You see about it all the time and didn't know that it was originally here to uh, to try to help you quit smoking. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So... And I'm eating the grape one now, and it's good. Yeah, I got raspberry in mine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. what was the first Pez dispenser? Like... Yeah, we got picks. Was it, did it um, look like a cigarette lighter? Like a big, Like the old school? It doesn't. Like this, uh, this particular lighter. story doesn't show what the original one looked like. Um, it just started showing pictures when they changed the novelty. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was thought that was an interesting story. Huh. Yeah. Uh, short, short but simple. Did you say did you say that the, the name Pez comes from the German word peppermint? Fezer Fezermins. P F E. I didn't because F-F-E-R-M-I-N-Z. I didn't know how to say that word. <laughs> so I skipped that part. Huh. Taking the P from the first letter, E from the middle, and Z from the last letter yeah. to form the word Pez. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like it. I haven't thought about Pez in a minute. Yeah. Why? Let's see. Yes. It uh, looks like the original one did look like a Zippo lighter. They are Zippos, right? Yeah. The, uh-huh. the top mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. Uh, you'd think I'd, I'd think I'd know that because people think I'm cool for some reason. I don't think I am. But, you know. Let's see. Ah, 1957, Pez adds a three-dimensional character head to the top of a dispenser. The Halloween Witch becomes the first traditional character head dispenser in 1957, while Popeye adds to the variety is the first licensed character in 1958. Sorry, I found some uh, really funny Pez-type dispensers on here. There are so many. Like, if you get online and look, you can get them. People collect them. There's a pretty sick uh, skull one on here. That's pretty cool. 1960s, Pez showcases some rare and unusual candy flavors such as licorice flowers and chlorophyll. (gasps) What the world? What were you thinking? Pez pals are introduced. The Pez boy is designed as a detective who dresses up in disguises to solve mysteries, I guess without any arms or legs. Um, (laughs) With these various disguises, he becomes different characters such as Policeman, Knight, Sheik, the Sheik and Doctor. Huh. Interesting. Oh, here's the one that looked like a gun. Yes. Yeah. You can just Google original Pez dispenser listener and see all these fun ones that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some of them really looked like actual lighters. They did not introduce the uh, tabs to the bottom of the dispenser until 1984. These tabs are referred to in the collector community as feet. So, uh, yeah. Oh, gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. Where they kind of stand up on their own. Yeah. I like the idea of, like, because you got the, I'm sure if you've, like, smoked quite a bit that you probably have that, like, mm-hmm. like fidgety sensation of wanting to flick your oh, lighter yeah. open yep. all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I like the idea of that, for sure. Yeah, and you could sit here and just, like, mess with it. Yeah, so, maybe this was actually... Fidget spinner. Fid- yeah. <laughs> fidget toy. I like that you always have an interactive history lesson. 
You do always have an interactive yeah. history lesson. Uh, uh, let's see. I want to know. I kind of want to know what your mystery flavor is. I want to know what the um what the most expensive ones are. Oh, that. That's be my question now. Um, I saw some on here. Let's see. Um, I saw a Zorro one for two thousand dollars. Oh my goodness! Original vintage nineteen sixty five Zorro Pets dispenser. Captain Hook Soft Head nineteen seventy nine one thousand dollars. A rare vintage Pez dispenser, no feet, produced 1968 for $1,800. The cool vintage Halloween skull one is uh-huh. going for eleven seventy five, dollars like $1,175. Wow. Okay. Um, they have one that's like a an arm dispenser. There's one of your mystery flavors. A lot of these ones from the, um, well, this one's from 1990. You got a 1960s uh, Snow White Pez for 300 Oh charity. man, I want the Mary Poppins one. There's a Mary Poppins one from 1973. It's $1,200. Oh my. Just a cool 1200 huh? So, yeah, people collect them. People love them. They, mm-hmm. You know, it's a big market for them still out there, even today. So. You can get 158 vintage ones for three. And I'm sure that if they were still in like the ones from the 70s and 60s and even the 80s, um, I'm sure that the candy in them is still good. Oh. Uh, yeah, we should try that. Not. Cool. Yeah. I think that kind of tastes cherry or fruit punchy. Oh, the mystery flavor. Yeah. Yeah. This and fun dips, oh. man. You remember fun yeah. dips? I love, love me some fun, fun dips. Yep. Which I've had is clearly Canadian too, but that's kind of what it. Yeah, this is probably cherry. To be honest with you, all the flavors kind of taste the same to me. Okay. Like for real. Well, this one actually does taste like grape. This one I want a raspberry. No. Fine. I'll eat it myself. Do it. All right. So. Yes. Good history lesson. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Short but sweet, but it. Uh, but it, I thought it was it was kind of cool. Well, I had to now, pre- now you're not going to look at it the same, knowing that. Oh, it was it based on um. I'm going to think about cigarettes now. Yeah. Right. Smoke. <laughs> Smoke. I think Are I'm you smoking yet. I think I'm put Harry Potter over here with the with the Rolling Stones. Nice. Yeah. Do He's going to go over there with the miniature Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. I think that's a perfect place for him. All right. Well, we've done it again. Mm-hmm. We've had another show. Mm-hmm. We also uh, had some drinks. We all three have different drinks this time. So yeah, um, I'll just go ahead and start since I'm here. I have a. They're coming out with more and more of these sparkling ice with caffeine flavors. I'm noticing. So this one is cherry vanilla. Is I, but honestly, I left it out in the car and it didn't get hot, but it was warm. It's warm teetering on hot. So I feel like maybe if it was cold, I'd like it better. But it doesn't have his cherry and it has vanilla, but I get a hint of coconut on it a little bit. I don't really know why, but it grew on me. The more I drank it, the more I liked it. So we'll try it again cold. But yeah, it's a pretty can too. I like it. What you got? Well, I got another 12 package Yaritos in there, so I'm just going to drink through those too. <laughs> why not? Um, even flavors that I've already had, which I think I've had grape, grapefruit. But grapefruit's very refreshing. It's, yeah. It is. It's very it's very light, and it's very refreshing. So, yeah, um, that's what I'm having. And I will also say that, pro tip, um, we had a, a potluck at work last week, and it was like a taco Mexican kind of theme food potluck. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I thought, hmm, what can I bring? I'm going to bring Uritos. So I brought two 12-packs, huge hit, huge hit. Nice. People loved them. Awesome. Yes. People were very excited to drink them. I got there two two of the 12-pack variety packs, and people were super excited to drink them. That is really good. So potluck yeah good good pro tip on that if you're gonna have like a like a taco mexican themed type potluck Mm -hmm. just bring the yoritos yeah because it fits fits and then when you drink it or it's not water it's kind of water it is water it is water um it's different so plain water it is different than plain water um no when i was at world market when i was getting ready to go through the register i seen um, in their little fridge, a clearly Canadian, and I said, I've not seen that in a while. So I grabbed the Mountain Blackberry, and it's actually pretty good. If it ain't Mountain Blackberry, it ain't worth a crap. Let me tell you, that's the only flavor that's worth drinking. It's the only flavor in my mind that exists for clearly Canadian. Yes, there may be other flavors, but Mountain Blackberry is the superior flavor that, that is better than all of them. Okay. It's good. Sure. Mm-hmm. Recommend. Uh- I see them at Kroger all the time. I haven't had one in a long time. But maybe I'll revisit Mountain Blackberry. So I good. do like the bottle. Yeah. I like the shape of the bottle. Now, see, I, the only thing I don't like, because, you know, they went away for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was one of those drinks of the 90s that made a comeback, right? And when it made a comeback, I bought a case of them online. Mm-hmm. Got them sent to the house. The only thing I don't like about the bottle, and the bottle looks pretty much the same, except back in the day, they used to... Um, Stick the labels on. Now they're they're painted or whatever on oh, the glass, like and we like to sit there and pick the labels off. Yeah, we can't do that now. Yeah, no. yeah, no, they're on there. Yeah, it just reminded me of Portlandia, when the dream of the nineties. Oh yeah, yeah. the drink the, of the nineties. Portlandia, eighteen nineties. Yeah, that's a good that's a good segment. <laughs> yeah. And this has been a good segment. Yeah. So, uh, a good 101 show. Yeah. Well, yeah. now we're into the hundreds. So, looking forward to that, seeing what all that brings. So, um, yeah, if you want to keep following this train down the tracks, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at hungryandky. You can email us hungryandky at gmail.com. Lost my train of thought. Speaking <laughs> of trains. And uh, you can find our podcast every other Wednesday, wherever it is that you find your podcasts. And then where do we find stuff on our blog? Uh, blog is Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. We are on Facebook, which I do probably post more there. And just FYI, if you're needing food for your derby party, you probably ought to go ahead and get that order in more sooner than later. Um, that if I see anything, uh, any places that are that are hosting specials and stuff, I will share them there. So keep an eye out on Facebook and Instagram under Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. Twitter, we are under BB and Eats. And we have a website called bbandeats.com. And then where we find you at, Carrie? On Twitter at GRLSPureSports. On Facebook or on Instagram, we are everywhere. Good podcasts are free. Alrighty. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky. Mm-hmm.